0: My name is Scott Challoner, and this is the Leaders' Council podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us on a very sunny but very sombre winter day here in the capital, given the news coming out of Eastern Europe. But joining us on today's show to hopefully add some real warmth and brightness to affairs today is Billy Tazoon, director at Chelsea Green Valet, the most trusted launderer, dry cleaners and valet service in the Chelsea Green area of London. And uh, Billy, I must say it's an immense pleasure to welcome you onto the show and it's fantastic having you with us. Thank you.
1: Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. Thank you.
0: Fantastic. And we're here to really sort of get a sense of the story of uh, your business. So going back to the very beginning, what was it that sort of made you go into that kind of industry, would you say, and start this business for yourselves?
1: That's a very good question, Scott. Um, In 2009, um, my mother and I, Um, decided to go into the laundry dry cleaning business based essentially on two things. My mother's experience um, from childhood to a young young adult, she spent living in a flat on top of her parents' dry cleaning business, um, working in the reception after school and on Saturdays. Um, So she obviously had, you know, great experience within the area. And I, at the time in um, 2009, aged, around 29 years um, came from a sales background so together you know we could compile that industry experience and sales which gave us great confidence to um, form a great business partnership Um, and it really started from that.
0: And I suppose the fact that it was a family mother and daughter partnership as well it probably sort of made it more than likely that it was going to be successful just because of the closeness between you and that sort of skill set that you had sort of complementing each other as it were
1: absolutely absolutely i I would agree totally i mean it wasn't an industry that i was used to but i think the sales element um really really helped and yeah the combination of both was the winning formula
0: and obviously i suppose that you had to sort of consider the location of the business and there were lots of things that you had to look for in terms of sort of acquisition criteria before you were looking to invest in the business and really grow the business. Um, What were some of the challenges around that?
1: Well, um, firstly, um, of course, yeah. So, um, Tail Street Laundry is is located bang in the middle of Chelsea um, and had been there, you know, open for business since the 1950s. And it had always been family owned for most of that time. So um, we, we saw that as a, and, and was, you know, really a sleepy London laundry throughout, situated in a high income area, which obviously was is important, uh, residentially populated. And, um, you know, this enabled us to see the great potential. Um, but, uh, and it obviously was, you know, realising a very small fraction of its value. Um, so it was, you know, it really ticked all of our boxes, um, and the challenge was that.
0: Yeah, fantastic. And, um, did sort of the business that you identified as well, sort of need to be on the market for sale when it came to sort of bringing that forward?
1: No, the business, the business wasn't on the market or for sale, actually. Um, we approached the owners and offered to buy the laundry, agreed a high price with a high rent. Of course, relying on its potential, um, I, I think that you know, by knocking on the door, no transfer agent uh, was 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 far better, and um, I think it always helps instead of a taking a, taking an empty shell, but taking something that you know has not realised its potential is um, was was always high on on our criteria
0: actually. And then having sort of agreed to negotiate sort of a price on sort of purchasing that business and then building your own business, Chelsea Green Valley, um, how did you go about sort of kind of funding the acquisition and really sort of building the yeah. business up from there?
1: Well, that, that's always a difficult one for anyone that's not a homeowner, mm. uh, at, at which at that time I wasn't. And I didn't really want to put my mother's um, house down as equity or, you know, or risk uh, risk that. So, um, I approached actually Lloyd, Lloyd's Bank and many high street banks at that time were offering what's called an, uh, small firm loan guarantee, which was a government, uh, backed, uh, loan for new businesses. Um, and we were able to secure a loan th- through that, which was, you know, I think was the whole making of our business. Um, If that was not possible, I I don't think we would be here today. So um, I I think that's absolutely brilliant. And I encourage anyone who looks at acquiring any good business to to look at these government guaranteed uh, loans.
0: Yeah, it's certainly something, isn't it, sort of really helped kickstart industry, as it were. Absolutely. And, um, and just for those um, listeners that might be tuning in that are of that entrepreneurial mindset and maybe a little bit younger and thinking about starting their own businesses, I suppose the lesson from this is that, you know, whatever challenges lie in the way, if you've got that big idea and you've got that big ambition and that vision, just take the plunge, yeah. just go for it. I think that's probably the key absolutely. message. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Like I said, I mean, at first, it seemed quite daunting of how I'd be able to raise this money, you know I could see the sleepy London laundry waiting to be woken up, um, but you know funding is always obviously a difficult area, but um, yeah so I, I I do definitely encourage people to kind of think outside the box. There are always different ways of um, you know always different funding options available out there. Mm.
0: And obviously, the business has been around 13 years now, acquired an incredible of reputation, of course, in that time, won various uh, national industry awards. And I can imagine yeah. that with all of that in mind, it's been quite the journey over that 13 years, if you'd like to sort of tell it, us a little bit about that. A,
1: <laughs> it's been a journey and a half. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, I'll, 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 I'll just bring you back a bit. Um, our, our total sales in year one were just three thousand pounds per week, or 150k per year, and um, now now we're enjoying sales of you know over thirty five thousand pounds a week, and um, so yeah, to say it's a journey is 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 definitely the correct way of putting it. But um, something that I also introduced to the, to the business, which I I think was an absolute game changer, was introducing a fixed income element. Uh, which came from trade business. So we acquired a re- retail unit. But um, I saw the potential of laundry on, on in all aspects. And I had, um, based on Chelsea Green, there was a hairdresser hmm. that, was, that we were used to, we were doing their towels. And I thought, well, this is quite a high, high cost for a lot of businesses, such as hairdressers. Their laundry costs are really high costs and fluctuating costs. So I thought if I could develop a kind of formula that would make it a fixed flat fee for them, I thought that I could, you know, gain more business. And actually, um, £50,000 of our revenue per month does come from our fixed income. But it also enables me to kind of not rely solely on that retail trade and be able to you know feel comfortable that all of our liabilities are paid month in month out through that fixed income
0: it's incredibly important isn't it especially when you're sort of in in the process of establishing the business because one of the key absolutely. things again for sort of any youngsters listening into this with that big idea of their own cash is king isn't it so nailing that very early doors is incredibly important and on that road to success isn't it
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And with that, it's we soon run out of um, capacity, which which was never a bad problem. Of course, a good one to have.
0: Yeah, of course, it sort of paved the way for that exponential growth as well, and that real sort of yeah. heightened reputation within the uh, the local area. And I can imagine that when that recognition sort of came to fruition in the form of industry awards nationally, that must have been something that made you incredibly proud.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Chelsea Green, i proud to say that we've won a number of industry awards over the last few years, um, starting from the SME Greater London, or for Multi-Service Garment Restoration Enterprise. Um, and then 2020, we won for another SME for Best Laundry and Dry Cleaning Service. And for me, the most prestigious has to be the national, the Nationwide Industry Award for the Laundry Business, which is called the Larder Award, which we won uh, last year. And I've got to say, that was definitely one of my biggest highlights as I, I sat there amongst um, really established businesses, um, you know, that have triple, quadruple my revenues. And um, so to win that award was was really quite something.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I bet it almost felt like the uh, the pinnacle of the uh, the business at that point in time. And I, I think, thought I'd won
1: an Oscar. Really. <laughs>
0: It's incredible, isn't it? And to think that you've done that as well with essentially a 13-year advertising budget of under £3,000 as well. So the way that you market your business is essentially very cost-effective. And I suppose a lot of thinking, a lot of immense strategy has also gone into that side of the uh, the company too.
1: Yes. I mean, Scott, to be honest, the best form of advertising, which is the one we, we mostly enjoyed, was the uh, word of mouth. So, you know, I, I, that, and that's always based on key customer service, um, and that is the best, most organic growth that any business can enjoy, and um, obviously very cost-effective as well.
0: Absolutely right. It doesn't cost anything. Word of mouth, does it? And like exactly,
1: I say, exactly. Absolutely.
0: Sort of happy customers, thriving business as well. And uh, I suppose that um, when it came to trade let's say um that may well have taken a dip over the last couple of years with the immense challenge that we've had with the uh, the covid19 pandemic of course that's affected so mm. many uh, businesses and so many sectors and i think it would be remiss of of course not to uh to cover that um what sort of challenges did that sort of pose for chelsea green ballet operationally because i can imagine it yeah. hit you in one form or another
1: absolutely i i don't think that there i don't think there, there were, um... Many exceptions to people being hit by COVID. Um, yeah, it, it was it was a huge challenge for us. Um, we were listed as essential business on the retail side, mm. which meant that we were able to open our doors, which we were very grateful for. As, as you know, many many businesses um, had no income whatsoever. Um, this was an interesting one, being being based firstly uh, in in the heart of Chelsea. We, we, were, we enjoyed, in some way, I that's a very funny way to put it, but we were lucky enough to that you know, there, were, there were many housewives at home homeschooling their kids and not being able to have their housekeepers around, which meant that they absolutely didn't want to touch any laundry. Um, so we, we were able to obviously take that business on. Um, many of our competitors didn't open their doors. So we, we, we were able to, we took on a lot of new clients that we have managed to retain, which has been good. Um, the downside, so that, that was the upside. The downside, of course, was my trade business, um, mainly where we operated. We Mainly our contracts were
0: mm.
1: within the hospitality and leisure industries. So with the shutting of all spas, hotels, restaurants, etc., our fixed income was totally gone. Um, so this meant that our revenue was more more than, more than halved, um, which was a challenge. I, I actually was one of the very few that had the Hiscox premium insurance that covered the pandemic, um, which would have paid out more than we made. But unfortunately, because we were listed as essential, we were not able to execute that clause um so that that was a very challenging factor where you're open but yet your insurance premium would have you know covered you um so that so that that was something that we had to get over and um and just push on but I, but i've got to say that you know with the perseverance that we had and with all the good things that i said that came with that we were actually turnover-wise, 19, 2019 and 21, we were only down minus 1%. Uh, taking into consideration that we didn't have any of our trade business, I, I'm, I was pretty happy with that, to say the least.
0: Yeah, I can imagine it's an immense performance, isn't it, to sort of keep the losses to that sort of very minimal degree. And um, yeah. I suppose now that we're seeing restrictions going in the uh, the UK and things really starting to open up again, are you seeing sort of that fixed income now starting to return to the business and that's sort of pushing you forward?
1: Absolutely. Um, and that's a wonderful thing that the economy is, um, is really bouncing back um, and, and has been. And that's totally encouraging. We are uh, taking on new contracts. Um, it's, it's great to see that we've managed to retain. Um, so you can see that a lot of people are coming through this. Um, we have had to do a slight price reduction, but I think that you know it means that we're all helping one another, um, and and I and I was very very happy to do that with lots of my contracts to give them a chance to kind of get back on their feet, mm. and you know I obviously wanted to do the same, so it's it's been a great agreement between and a great partnership with all my um, contracts actually. You so know, but things things are definitely looking on the up, and um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to a, a good year ahead. Mm.
0: And that incredible gesture from the business as well. I suppose it just is testament to the community ethos of the business, isn't it? Sort of helping that community around you. And I think that absolutely, yeah. it's
1: a very important. It's very. I keep that very close to my heart. I mean, um, uh, I think it's about giving back. Sometimes, definitely,
0: yeah, it of goes course. a long way. Yeah, company culture is so so very important, isn't it? And I think. Amid all of the tragedy of COVID, we have learned an awful lot about ourselves and our businesses, haven't we? Um, Those that are in these sort of leadership roles. And I can imagine that it's the case with yourselves as well. I mean, it's sort of really sort of reinforced the sort of idea of how resilient the business is and probably brought out the best in yourself and your team as well, as you've been sort of guiding yourselves through all of this.
1: I think so. It's made us very grounded, Um, appreciate the basic things, like you said. And, yeah, not take things for granted. Um, You know, I don't think anybody expected their income to be slashed or taken away in their entirety when when this all happened and the loss of life, uh, most importantly. Um, So, no, it's absolutely made us um, all think very, very differently indeed.
0: It has hasn't it and um, it's really made us reflect hasn't it as well on um, the way that our businesses run and um, obviously we've seen such um, adaptation on an incredible scale from businesses they've pivoted they've changed the way that they operate and obviously you've come out of the, uh, the pandemic and you now have a new light industrial unit as well that you're using for laundry processing so the business is expanding the business is changing the way that it operates to be even more effective now.
1: Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, this is very exciting. And it also touches on another element about um, being eco-friendly. It's something that we are mm. uh, exploring. I, I know that word can be used very loosely. Um, and you can only be as eco, you know, as, it, it's hard to be fully eco and run a commercial laundry. However, um, this is something that we've really taken on board and uh are reviewing everything from our packaging um to everything else. Um and you know, just helping helping the planet, which is also a very important topic indeed. Mm. Um and our new site uh gives us uh triple the capacity which hopefully we'll be able to be processing up to five to six million um so it's, yeah, the, now I've just got to get get the trade contract and fill the unit up, which is a chore in itself, but I welcome the challenge. And this is what business is all about, new challenges and
0: mm.
1: growing and developing.
0: Exactly right. And um, I think that's another thing that the pandemic's taught us, isn't it? That we can't look at setbacks as terminal, as failings. We have to sort of embrace them when they come. We have to learn from them and we have to carry on and, that is exactly what you've done at Chelsea Green Ballet, and you're yeah. reaping the benefits. Yeah,
1: yeah, and that's everyday business. You know, it is, pro- and that is life it's problem solving, um, and learning, and you know, understanding. That that's that, that's the beauty of this whole journey.
0: Exactly, we're shaped by our experiences as well as everything else, Indeed. and. Uh, obviously having sort of taken the lessons of the uh, the pandemic and now thinking about kind of moving forward just before we wrap things up on the, uh, the program, Billy, actually, um, I'd be sure. interested to understand what your sort of big ambitions are for the future of the business. Now that you've got that plant in place, you've talked about the trading contracts, got to get that done, of course, but yeah. where would you really like the business to be going in the, uh, the long run? I can imagine that you've got yeah, an incredible this, vision. This
1: is one of my favorite questions. And, um, Encompasses my mood board that I'm currently looking at right in front of me. Mm. Um, so, so acquisitions is something definitely that uh, having obviously the capacity with our light industrial unit, key acquisitions. So again, looking at some you know sleepy businesses that need awakening, um, so that's definitely on the agenda. But uh, another exciting thing is the uh, having a premises and battery power station which I'm sure that everybody's familiar with, um, it's 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 a great place and has a huge, huge, huge potential. So um, we have actually um, applied for uh, a retail unit there, which will be very close to our industrial site. So it's all about uh, new sites in BPS and uh, some other acquisitions possibly and really taking, taking Chelsea Green Barrow to the next level mm. over the next couple of years.
0: It's amazing, isn't it? And I can imagine that when things first started out, did you ever imagine to yourself that this is eventually where you'd be 13 years later?
1: Um, being quite hard on myself. <laughs> uh, I, I, I I didn't, and um, and it really just does show. I think once you've got a really great sense of belief, and you're able to kind of take on each challenge and know that you can overcome it, I think is, is the key thing here. But no, I sit here today and obviously I'm I'm highly critical and would like to do better. But I but I, I can also say that I'm I'm satisfied with the progress that Chelsea Green Valley has made and um and I'm looking forward to um a good number of years ahead. Mm.
0: Goes to show, doesn't it, that when you believe in your business, believe in your product, that just about anything is possible. And we've seen that with the exponential growth that you've enjoyed and hopefully will continue to enjoy. And, you know, Billy, I I would absolutely love the opportunity in future to, you know, catch up with you and just sort of see how these visions are really starting to pan out, because it seems like the road ahead is looking like a very, very promising one.
1: It would be a pleasure. And thank you very much indeed
0: it's been an immense pleasure having you on billy thanks ever so much again for joining us today and by all means please do take care and stay safe with all still going on in the world too
1: thank you scott you too
0: it was a huge pleasure welcoming billy Tazoon, director at chelsea green valet onto today's program and i do hope that everybody tuning in thoroughly enjoyed the interview just as much as i And to anyone listening in today who may have their own business or organisation and you feel you might have your own story of success and innovation to share with us here at the Leaders' Council, then by all means, we want to hear from you too. So why not apply to be on the programme via leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply. Um, Until next time, to all of our listeners, please do take care and goodbye.